Welcome back to the Cricket Today podcast on Tuesday, February 13. I'm your host, Liam McCallion, also known as the Stats Guy. I'm here with Leo Malalia, sad 49ers fan for all you uh, Super Bowl watchers yesterday. How you going, Leo? Yeah, not great Stats Guy, a bit flat, but there's cricket on tonight, so get up and about. Uh, I know I am. How are you boys feeling? Oh, I'm glad you got up and about in there because I'm not allowed to say that anymore. Uh, <laughs> Marcus is uh, in his Chelsea top. He's watching the chat. We've got so much sport uh, the last couple of days, but we're going to concentrate on Concentrate on cricket here. How you going, Marcus? Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to try and concentrate on cricket here. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got the Chelsea game on in the background of the TV just over there. But, no, I'm looking forward to it. There were some some excellent individual displays over the weekend, wasn't there? There was, there was. Some of the matches, yeah, weren't amazing, but the actual, yeah, individual ones are good. Uh, talking about that EPL uh, game, check out Football Today on Tuesday and Thursday this week. We've got some great shows for Football for Today and Football Today Pod. Uh, we're very excited about that, so get around that and all the socials. Uh, today on Cricket Today, we are going to cover... That sounds really weird. I, I can't say Today on Cricket Today. That's just rolls off the tongue very <laughs> weird. Uh, we're going to quickly cover the first two ODIs that were over the weekend against the West Indies, Australia versus the West Indies. Mentioned some great achievements for some uh, great young stars coming into the squad. And and then we're going to finish off with a prediction uh, for the final T20 between Australia versus West Indies. We've also got our signature year, yeah, nah in there. We've got some scores. We've got a bit of everything. So let's get right into it, lads. If you want to start us off with some of the recaps of the scores, Leo. Well, in case you've missed the T20s, it's been an absolute run fest so far. It has. Uh, Australia come out, blast 213 in the first game. Warner returned with 70 of 36. I think we all knew he was coming back, but it was just weird to see him play. I don't know why. Just like, hey, you retired, but also, <laughs> yeah. you didn't retire from T20s. So fair enough. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, Wendy's made a fair, fair go at this, I thought. Uh, Brandon King made a half century of 37 balls, but Zampa was was brilliant, wasn't he? Three for 26, really halted any momentum. Close in the end, I thought when Abbott bowled, uh, that sort of loafal toss to Holder in the last over and he hit it for yeah. six, that uh, oh, the, a repeat of, of New Year's Eve is going to happen here where Abbott just loses it and, and Holder gets him over the line, but he held his nerve and they won the first uh, the first game by 11 runs. What did you boys see of that one? Yeah, they, they put up a decent fight, didn't they, Marcus? Yeah, they, they sure did. Um, I just thought, yeah, Zampa was pretty good, although he doesn't spin it very much, does he? But mm. he just gets it to the skin slide and sort of deceives Changes the batsman coming. Changes his pace, yeah. It comes onto the bat a bit quicker. So that's how he gets a lot of his a lot of his, uh, his wickets bold. Um, but, you know, I've been pleasantly surprised by the Windies because, like, it is 200 now, like, obviously depends on the pitch, but, like, is 200 a target score or like a, not a target score, should I say, but an average score that teams should be making uh, on, a, the, on a half decent pitch even. Yeah. So. I think they were really good as we'll get into the second game as well, which had some massive scores. I think the pitches did help. They were very flat and uh, suited the, uh, but there's still a lot of wickets, which was weird. Usually when you're seven or eight down both teams, you're not going to see both teams make over 200. So yeah, you could be onto something there. The batsmen are getting a bit better in T20. Obviously every year we've seen, yeah, sort of that go up and up the score. Uh, yeah, Windies, they weren't, it was one of those weird ones where I know the score says they only lost by 11 runs. They weren't really going to win this. That was just off the whole way through. And then uh, Holder at the end obviously went off uh, with the bat. But uh, they actually put up a good fight. As we mentioned in our previous show, was it on Friday? We said they were going to be decent in this T20 uh, format because of they've, they've got those, those guys back, the guys that aren't playing tests, that aren't playing ODIs, but they're, they're always up for a T20 all around the world. So yeah, they put up a decent fight here. Um, I just, uh, still, yeah, they're not going to get over the line against Australia. I think, uh, yeah, I think Australia are too good against 
some of the lower teams, so it's going to be too good. Um, what did you? Yeah, what did you like in this one, Leo? Warner going off seventy off thirty six. He was pretty good. Yeah, he was. And just to touch on whether two hundred is the target score, I think we're going to see high scoring because it's the lead up to a, a World Cup. People want to show off. It's like True. when, you, when you're, you're an eighteen year old about to get drafted, you go down and watch an under eighteen's game. It's the most open play you'll ever see because everyone's trying to show their skills off there's not much defense it's pretty much like this we'll get into the world cup there'll be a few more uh bowling standouts a few more disciplined games with the ball than what we're seeing now everyone's just trying to show off and uh prove their position for the world cup yeah i I haven't actually thought about that that's a good comparison actually yeah a bit everyone's trying to show off there's there's so many changes into these squads especially for australia at the moment as well Um, so there's so many guys especially the young guys that are trying to sneak into that team but the selectors are saying we really want to lean towards the experience, but it's going to be hard to pick just the experienced players when all the young guys are going well as well. Uh, so that's the first game Australia won by 11 runs. Can we get into the second game quickly there as well, there, please? Oh, I don't think we should do it quickly. I think we should talk oh, about quickly, Maxwell. Not quickly, not quickly, yeah. We should yeah. talk about Maxwell for as long as possible because yes. he was amazing. Australia, four for 241, another huge score. Maxi scoring half of those of 55 balls. Slog of the weekend, absolutely. He gets better with age. And I think I sent a tweet out on Cricket Today, can he play till he's 50? Because he's just getting better and better and why not like if he's just going to avoid the stupid incidents that he does sort of every couple of months but he incredible hitting uh, and then yeah the windies again just off the pace a little bit still got 200 207 rovman powell 63 of 36 um batted really nicely but boys maxi let's just talk about him for the next 10 minutes how good is he honestly um geez i don't know how he has the strength in his forearms. He must have been training with a competitive arm wrestler or something because <laughs> I don't know how he has the power and strength to, ro- to roll his wrists at the same time like a table tennis champ. It's ridiculous. I don't know how he does it. He, he's unbelievable. The the power, I, he, yeah, that's the thing. I don't think his arms are going to hold up till he's 50 just because the way he plays, he doesn't use his body too much like other players or his hips or his his legs to just drive that ball through he just uses like a golf sort of shot every single time just use his wrist use his forearms use his elbows elbows and below and he just sends it up 120 mm-hmm. or 55 obviously uh unbelievable score he just kept going and going i think he's either one behind or he's overtaken now the most sixes uh in australian t20 history so Finchy was the most i think i think he's still one or two behind but he's going to pass his old mate uh aaron finch in that category um well, yeah, I think he's definitely the slog of the weekend. Oh yeah, it was. The, I believe it was the quickest uh, international twenty twenty century in Australia. Wow! Uh, yeah, so, there you go. Um, and I think I think it was. I think it was like the fifth overall for Australia or the third overall for Australia, but the first in Australia, the quickest. Mm. I but think like, it was up there with the biggest score as well. I'm trying to have a look in Australia. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a great knock. But to be fair, in all fairness, like he batted well, but the West Indies also bowled very poorly. I was going to say that you got hold. Uh, no, no, hold it. Uh, Dre Russ, Andre Russell, bowling absolute. He bowled so many full tosses. The last person you want to just bang it into the wicket. All right, he might pull you for six or at least put it in a decent spot. He kept bowling full tosses. Kept trying to do the Yorker. He's a bit older with the ball. He did did all right with the bat, uh, Andre Russell, but he was horrible with the ball. Literally, uh, a lot of people would have hit him for. Obviously, not many players are going to hit 120 or 55. But when you're bowling that against uh, some of the best teams in the world, you're going to get absolutely smashed. So. 
he was very average in uh, yeah in the bowling category there. Uh, I just want to quickly get into a yeah no about this match. I don't know if you guys saw the run out that wasn't given for Australia. Uh, I'm yeah no, nah, the correct decision was made with that Australian run out decision. What did you guys uh, say about that? Well, let's we'll give a bit of context. Bit of context. I think, I think um, what ball was thrown in, bowlers end. Johnson knocks the stumps off. Apparently, there was no appeal. No appeal. And it was found that the batsman was out of his crease, but can't be given out without an appeal. Now, I'm a. I think this is a massive incorrect decision. Ooh. All I'm going to say is to you boys: if you bowl someone and you celebrate, you're not appealing. Then that's that's not out by your logic. That's not out. If if you bowl someone, you don't celebrate. Then it's play on. That's uh, ridiculous. If someone if someone is out, they are out. That, that's I reckon that's that's a that's a poor anecdote there, Leah. Because I think <laughs> if, if you because that's a that's a definite wicket. You've knocked the stumps over. You knocked the bales over. Whereas with a run out, it's it's a fifty fifty decision that you have to incur upon the umpire whether you're bowled. You're bold, um, sort of thing. I think it was the correct call. Um, I know, like we talk about the spirit of the game and whatnot, but it's in the it's in the law book. And if you don't appeal, you can't expect it to be given out. Like I, I was a bit surprised. It looks it looks safe, like from live when in, well, when it was wasn't. happening live. I know, <laughs> I know, I know it wasn't. But if you don't appeal, then you got no reason for the umpire to go upstairs. And I just think it was a I think it was a bad look. Um, on the Australian team's part because when they saw it on the big screen, they've all crowded the, the umpire and they're going, what's going on here? What's going on here? I just don't think it was a good look. And I think that, mm. well, I think it was, it, it was right to, to be given not out. If you, you have to appeal, it's, it's, a, yeah, I don't know. It's in the law book, but like we were frustrated um, here with it not being given, but in England um, with the whole Bairstow thing, we're loving it because it was in the law book. And yeah, I, 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 I agree with that one with Mark. I'm going to say yeah as well. I think it is in the rule book. I'm trying to think of a lot of other times where people wouldn't have appealed and they would have just gone straight up to the third umpire and things like that. That Same as the bold and things like that. No one's appealing for a bold. No one's appealing for lots of different things. But if it's in the rule book, I think the umpire has every right to do it. Tim David blatantly lied. I saw the replay of him in the corner. He said he appealed and he was jumping up and down. He didn't even like say anything. So, and he was saying to the umpire, I definitely appealed. I definitely appealed. Um, and... Yeah, so I don't know what Tim David was talking about there. <laughs> as Marcus is up and about, as Chelsea scores for all the Come on! Fans out there. <laughs> Let's um, go. Yeah, so Chelsea up 2 1 in the 90th minute. Can't wait for us to concede somehow later than that. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm going to go big. Yeah, I think it's in the rules. Yeah, I don't know, Leo. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a tough one because uh, a lot of umpires wouldn't have done that. But yeah, what do you reckon? It, did it, will they end up, a rule change might come into place with this? No, probably not because it barely happens. But yeah, look, my point is like, if say if someone on the boundary like did shout and appeal, but the umpire can't hear, then like, you know, it's just it's just (laughs) it's a stupid look. Like if a batsman's out and the umpire has doubt with a decision, it shouldn't matter whether a player appeals for the wicket. It should matter whether the batsman's out or not. I don't know. It's I think it was a silly look for the game. And no wonder why a lot of people don't want to watch cricket. Oh, whoa. Oh, Bit of a whoa. story there from Leo. There we go. Get Leo onto the uh, the ICC rules committee, I reckon. He'll no, don't, I don't want to jump for the ICC. 
You're not, you're not corrupt enough, actually. Yeah. Um, there we go. Maybe I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cut. I have to cut that part out. <laughs> um, all right. Let's quick uh, go away from that into some shout outs. We got the under 19 World Cup final that Australia competed in. I feel like uh, is that back to back now? Uh, in the uh, under 19 World Cup, we beat India by 79 runs. Pretty convincing after that semi final. That was uh, a bit of hard in mouth type stuff for Australia. Just got over the line. They won pretty uh, convincingly in that. Uh, yeah, game over the weekend. What did you say about that one, Marcus? Yeah, too I good. It was, yeah, we're too good. Can't stop winning stuff, no matter what level of cricket it is. Yeah. Um, but no, it was it was another good performance, and it just shows that, like, even though right now we look at who are the young players that are going to break into this Australian team in the future years. Um, although we probably don't have a huge list of names at the moment, while we've got no older squad, it just shows that there are there are people coming through the system is working yep. Yep. Um, and we just need to keep doing what we're doing. Mm. I'm going through all the, the trophies we have currently in Australia, Australian cricket at the moment. You've got the World Test Championship, the Men's ODI World Cup, the Women's ODI World Cup, the Women's T20 World Cup and the Men's Under-19 World Cup. So give us a World Cup at the moment, Australia, and we're winning. Uh, it is weird. Wait, are we, and we still hold the urn. And we still hold the urn. Exactly. That's even more important than the World That's Cup. That's the most any, important thing. Any cup or urn, uh, we're all here for at the moment in Australia. And and uh, it's still weird. That's why I don't get the ICC rankings because India are above Australia in lots of the men's uh, rankings as well, which doesn't make any sense when Australia's winning all these trophies. But anyway, that's another argument uh, for another day. Uh, you might want to talk about your man, the Rooster. He's got included into the uh, third 2020 and the ODI squad. Again, uh, Fraser McGurk, Leo. Yeah, very excited to see uh, from Fraser McGurk. I hopefully he can continue on with his form with a bit of temperament, but uh, we'll see. He's honestly, we said it a few podcasts ago, but he is sort of the new Maxwell, I guess. Yeah. Um, but the rooster. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how he how it works with him opening in the long term. Yeah, but, I still have reservations about that, but yeah, it's good to see him get rewarded again. Yeah, I think if he plays in the T20 tonight, because Inglis and Warner have been going really well, I think he'll he might come in late, like you wanted him to to come in late and just go hard at the end of the uh, end of the innings there, Leo. I reckon. Uh, all right, final T20 tonight between Australia and the West Indies. I feel like West Indies have been here for a year, but they're they're wrapping up uh, tonight. They've had a pretty pretty cool summer. Pretty uh, awesome, obviously Shamar Joseph and a few other iconic moments. But they'll want to finish off with a win in this in the short format because they haven't been as good as they wanted to. Uh, let's get into a prediction and a man of the match. I'll start with you, uh, Marcus. Who have you got for your prediction and man of the match? Well, I was going to be different and, and put the West Indies and a bit of a pace ball. I was thinking maybe Elzari Joseph could be the one to sort of dominate on this Perth pitch. But I'm going to, I'm going to support Bartlett here if he plays. Um, if he plays. I know he's in the squad. Uh, and I'll go Australia win because I think whoever gets me in the match will be on the winning team. Um, but Bartlett's shown what he can do with, with ball in hand, um, with the movement he gets and, and a little bit of nip off the pitch. So I think on this Perth pitch, he'll love it. He'll love yep. it. Because I just don't think, I don't think Berendorf has, has bowled quite well uh, no. so far in the series. I think he's been pretty poor. Um, so I'm looking for Bartlett if he gets a go. Yeah, I think Berendorf was sort of fighting for his spot. A lot of these guys are fighting for their spot in the T20 World Cup. He hasn't hasn't done too well going for a bit too... Yeah, usually his economy, I think his economy was the best out of all the Aussie bowlers this time last year in the T20s. But yeah, he's been a bit off this year. I don't know what's going on with the big man, Big Dorf. Uh, Leo, who you got for this one in Perth uh, for the man of the match and player? Oh, sorry. And who's going to win? 
Australia, I think, will win again just based off form. And I'm going Jingles, Josh Inglis, to Jingles. be man of the match. Jingles. Uh, Jingles. Yeah. Uh, he's at his home ground in, in Perth. 40 off 25 in the first game. I think he'll really like the pace coming onto the bat. We'll see him use the pace to play a few ram shots, reverse sweeps, whatever you like. Uh, he's got all the, all the, the, the shots in the locker. 360-degree player, really like him going forward. Get him in the test team over Kerry. I'm with you, Marcus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get it done. <laughs> yeah, that might, done. that's, that's going to be a, yeah, now for the uh, upcoming series against uh, New Zealand. Might have to get him, get him into all formats. He's in great form. I'm well, going to go. Yeah. Sh- yeah. Well, sorry, sorry to cut you off there. No, go on. Go on. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a great opportunity to to bring in these youngsters, even when this 2020, which we Leo quickly spoke about Fraser McGurk, the rooster. But we've won the series. We're 2-0 up. I know we've divided opinion on the podcast about whether we should play like our strongest, strongest team or mm. give Five a couple players guys. a go. Just throw them in there. Because yeah. we've got the 2020 World Cup coming up. If a player gets injured, we don't want to throw them into the deep end without real any international 2020 experience. So why not give them a go? Especially when the confidence of all the all the players when we've been smashing West Indies is up. Yeah, no, I really, I really like that. I'm going to go Australia to win as well. No uh, surprise there. I think yeah, too much experience and just too good in the short form. You got a few, a few of the guys in the West Indies do have the experience as well, but they're getting a bit older and not very consistent with the ball. I'm going to go the big Bison, Mitch Marsh, the home crowd. He loves playing at Optus Stadium. I think I think it's going to be another good pitch from what I uh, saw this morning. I think he's going to go huge uh, as the captain of the team. I think he's going to go go massive again and prove why he was the uh, Allen Border medalist and show off uh, yeah show off those massive uh, biceps while he hit some sixes at Optus Stadium. So I'm going to go uh, big Bison there. All right, I think that's it. That's the wrap of the T20 series uh, for West Indies versus Australia. So that's going to be exciting. We'll watch that tonight. And that's it for the Cricket Today show. We'll be back with this on Thursday. We're actually going to do a, talk a little bit about Australia, but then also the England versus India series that uh, kicks off again yeah, Thursday at 3 o'clock Australian time, which we're very excited for. Uh, so get right around the show. Subscribe on your podcast apps, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Like and review it, please. Chuck a follow to Cricket Today and Cricket Today AU all over the socials. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and X. Check out Football Today as well. Football Today Pod, Football Today AU. Uh, got some shows coming up, as I mentioned earlier, on the EPL. Bit of Matilda's chat, bit of A-League chat, bit of everything that we're going to talk about this week. Send in any questions via the socials, anything you want us to chat to us about. Uh, that's it, I think. Thank you, Marcus. Cheers, let's go. Thanks, Leo. Thanks, guys. Up the Chelsea. Up the Chelsea. We're we're pumped about that. Thanks, Jordan, for producing. Thanks to me. And that's another episode of Cricket Today Done. We're out.